Hello, this is the Immortal Self Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's hope to motivate you, inspire you, and bring you closer to your higher self. So I have a guest. Her name's Sarah Strong. Um, why don't you introduce to the listeners what you introduced to me so far? So oh, hi everyone. Uh, my name is Sarah Strong and I hold space for people. I'm an intuitive life coach and do a lot of work with awakening the divine feminine and also starseed coaching. I do activations and support both of those energies. So intuitive means that I am um, a channel, a psychic, med, um, a medium, telepathic and empathic. Oh, cool. Um, you're at the, at the, at the temple I go to, there's one of the girls there that says she's really into the divine feminine. I've just heard of it as a name. Is that the warrior goddess kind of thing? Or just curious, can you tell the men what divine feminine is? Sure. So it's an energy that is in every single being. So we all have divine feminine and divine masculine inside our bodies. So, and those, when they're in full balance with each other, they complement and support each other in a really beautiful way. So the, how the divine feminine shows up when it's in balance is like there's, she has a, a really deep serenity in her energy field you will if you meet someone in their divine feminine they will be at peace with themselves feel comfortable in their skin have a magnetism about them and divine masculine is quite similar that it's obviously more stronger so the divine feminine is a more magnetizing energy the divine masculine is a more outflowing energy so i mean that's you know, when we look at a man and a woman, men, you know, are more action-based. Women are um, can, can tend to be more have a more passivity about their about the natural state. I'm talking about with men and women, but yeah, the divine feminine. Sh she shows up um, a lot of. She's very strong, very peaceful. She has a deep silence in her. Um, she wants to support people coming into, as you say, like living from your higher perspective so you see other people with more forgiveness you have deeper compassion um in in life in your family in your work environments in your own life so yeah she's really really beautiful the energy that she's kind of ushering in to our planet and existence at the moment that's that's cool i didn't have any idea it makes a little sense um how would one work on their divine feminine mm, like to make it more stronger yeah it's a really beautiful question so first of all is knowing how you want to show up in your divine feminine it's defining what that means for you on a personal level because it, it's different for everyone so the way i show up in my divine feminine is different to some, how another woman would want to show up if you want to talk on a more broader scale, it is developing skills and qualities of patience, of forgiveness, of kindness, of seeing where you might be able to support someone in the moment 
whether that's smiling at them or telling them they look beautiful in a dress or, you know, it's like this connection between woman to woman is how can we love and support each other and build each other up in any given moment. That, that, that I feel is one way of really like enabling the divine feminine to anchor more deeply into your life is if you're looking outward so so if you're not in your divine feminine and you want to get there feeling into your heart space would be one place and like doing some meditations on the softness of your of your energy this how how you feel inside and if you feel like that's lacking going outside and being a being friendly smiling at people that it would be a really beautiful outward way to to inspire some of the energy inside of you have an experience of the energy thank thank you pleasure what kind of questions do you get all the time when you are at other at other conferences or yeah so i talk a lot about the like what it's like 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 you've asked like what it's like to experience the divine feminine the divine masculine also starseed activations starseed never uh, heard of that actually oh, really? i've heard of it as a as as maybe someone that i've heard it i think i've heard it as a different con in a different context okay would so you like to know more about yeah that? yeah so um Basically, every single being on planet Earth has come from another star system. So every soul who's here now has come from another star system. So, for instance, you mentioned the Bible. Jesus was Pleiadian. So there's many other deities that embody here that Earth is not made of humans per se. Humans are made of star beings. We created this place so that we could feel things experience the senses it's the only sensory dimension is earth so all the five senses and the extra senses obviously esp and um you know all the other senses that i um described before so a starseed being who is an awakened being to their past will understand that they've come from another star system they may have had quite a tumultuous upbringing. So most, a lot of star seeds have had difficulties in early life um, right. so that they can have a really rich experience here because difficulties create richness. <laughs> if people don't understand that if you're in a difficult moment, it's actually really, really, really beautiful uh, soul growth that comes from that. So if you're in a difficult <laughs> moment, don't complain about it. It's a fucking <laughs> Tell me that before. Right, I know exactly. You know, it's just a matter of 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 knowing how long to hold on to that stick. Yeah, so true. How long so, to persevere. Yeah, so yeah, starseed beings can you can relate to different star systems. So there's the Pleiades, which is where the Pleiadians come from. Arcturus, Arcturians come from there. Orion's the Orion system has many different beings. There's the um, the Mintakans used. To, there was a, a planet called the Seas of Mintaka. Mintaka was a planet that was just ocean, which doesn't exist anymore, but it was in the Orion system. So there's different um, star beings from that system. 
There's they're from Sirius, from Lemuria. I've always been fascinated by Orion. Yeah. Always been fascinated by Orion for me. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I don't know anything about where these people come from. All all I know is like the pyramids. They were constructed beyond methods of our knowing. Basically, I, I've been told that they didn't quarry the rock. They made the rock. Mm -hmm. Wow. Put it perfectly and put it perfectly in place. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's true. Um, anyway. And, and then there's the Ankh that'll allow you to travel to the different planets that they, help, that they hold. Mm -hmm. and there was a hallway in the in one of the temples and the elite can walk through the through the hallway with the with the onk in their hand and be transported to a different planet mm -hmm. yeah. i heard about that some somewhere on youtube or something it's pretty cool That's let cool. me ask you a question what do you know about uh um base on the moon or hollow earth theory so just, I, just just asking i'm just yeah curious. sure so there is um inner earth there is an inner earth that's known as lemuria so that there's an inner earth that i know is for me is factual and i know for others maybe theory but i believe what i channel <laughs> and there is an inner earth of which is of another dimension so there's beings that live multi-dimensionally within our earth structure mm. uh that i i 100 believe is true and so what what pertaining to the moon what was that question i have a friend that asks have you ever thought of like do you think that he, part of hollow earth theory according to him is that they the planets are held together not by gravity but by electricity static electricity and that the nazis generated the nazis from an alien race got a hold of of anti-gravity technology and then they built bases on the moon that Amer later the americans took over but supposedly there's still bases upon mars and the asteroid belt but that's just what i'm hearing from him i don't know he's read a lot about that it doesn't really help you in your everyday life maybe it makes it a little <laughs> yeah a little little it makes you a little more frustrated to know about it but well i've heard all sorts of different things that the moon is hollow and all that kind of thing yeah i don't know and even like i'm <clears throat> i'm tuning into the energy field around it and it's just like <clears throat> really what difference would it make if it was or if it wasn't exactly to your point it doesn't like some information is necessary for humanity to hear in order for a transformation and expansion to occur. 
And some information is just useless information. <laughs> because you can't do anything about it. You can't do anything so. with it or about it. So it's like, where do, like, I used to be a huge conspiracy theorist. And then all these, then, then I realized that every single thing that I believed that was supposed to be a conspiracy theory was actually came true. And so I'm like, okay, cool. So I wasted a whole lot of energy in researching and believing all that. Maybe not in researching it because I love to learn, but that it's like, where do you want your focus to lie? Do you want it to lie in something that just distracts you from living your best life or that? catapults you deeper into the wisdom and the knowingness of what you came here to experience makes me makes me think about the opposite of that is or is what you do um krishnas and hindus have yapa beads they're chanting beads yeah 108 beads and i'm really trying to motivate myself to do one a day i have a friend that and I really should be should be doing that, but and it, when you do that, it it washes the mind. It does meditation, being still. Anyways, those are good things. Mm -hmm. And how are you committing to that? Like, how are you going with that? Um, when I'm at the church or at the temple, we do the. Hare Krishna mantra, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare, Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare, Hare, for about 20 minutes, but we're singing it in a melody with drums and cymbals and stuff like that. And then there's a 20 minute lecture and then we're dancing, chanting that. And when you do that, it's just, sometimes it just uh uh clears your mind and gets you all amped up and makes you all happy inside so i highly recommend going to youtube and finding some good chance for you um listeners there what do you do when you're anxious sarah um i used to get anxious but i don't i don't anymore um but in order to maintain that i meditate daily and i love doing yoga on a regular basis i also love running and doing some other form of like cardiovascular workout so that's how i like expel the, some of the energy i also love dancing and um you know i've done some chanting in my in my life as well but love i, I wrote down that i might add some some chanting while I'm dancing into my <laughs> into my exercise like regime. It is. We're all going back and forth, and then every once in a while, mm -hmm. yeah, it's Love a lot it. of fun. I, I, I like it a lot. It's a whole different thing than Christianity. Whole different ball of wax. Yeah. But um, I'm really lucky to have a really big temple near me. Where you? Where you? Where are you from? Where are you broadcasting from? I'm broadcasting from Phoenix, Arizona right now, but obviously I'm not from here. I'm from Austra Australia originally. Australia, yeah. yeah. Obviously. <laughs> That's cool. Um, um, 
tell me about tell me tell me about a time where you were I want to say say something that that you would most people it's over their heads or like a gem of advice or an experience that can inspire us mm -hmm. oh wow that's um it's huge but yeah very broad so, so I, i'm sorry i'm sorry I'm that's not a cool good i'm gonna start with like something that i know is really true for all beings that that i i lived my life until i was in my 40s before i knew what i was really going to do with my life so but that didn't stop me from pursuing a spiritual life before that so i started meditating in 2001 and i really i haven't stopped since then so one of the things that i have done to maintain my connection to the divine and being a good person in this world and like having the ego not drive me as much as it as it could is meditation so i have meditated since 2002 which is like 20 no it's in 2001 so like 21 years of meditation is like one of the most amazing like life-giving experiences that i've had in my life that's not to say i wasn't going through a lot of crap and i i struggled with drugs and alcohol during that entire time except for the last sorry not that entire time just except for the last nine years i i, I stopped drinking and, and using drugs nine years ago but meditation has has been one of the most enriching amazing experiences i've been to india i've meditated with masters i've done uh like osho retreats i have sat with enlightened masters i've listened to um many talks um from many 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 teachers in india uh, from india and nepal and like just having a desire to meditate opened up my world into experiencing all of these different things and what i hear a lot is that oh you know i find it hard to meditate and i you know i tried it and it didn't work and i'm like well how how many times did you try it and people talk about you know they say oh i tried it once or twice and i'm like well i tried it for 12 years and i really felt like it really wasn't doing much but i kept trying and then i went i started at the 12 year mark i started doing quite a lot of like in-person retreats and like um oh, show dynamic meditation a lot of dynamic meditation and things like that and it started to really shift the energy for me but if i hadn't set myself up with the 12 years of practice I wouldn't have been ready for the moment when I really got it, you know? So it's a journey. Meditation is a journey. It's a slow journey. It's a journey that you get to commit to your yourself and your soul self, and then have that wisdom that comes so much wisdom can get downloaded in a meditative practice that when you're in the silence, that you connecting with your soul and your soul is not your human body your soul is inside your, your soul is encapsulates the human body so it's like your soul gets a chance more of a chance to have a human experience when you're meditating because you're connecting with that on a regular basis so that has been one of the most expanding beautiful journeys it's grounding it's mind and heart opening journeys that i've ever gone on myself so i highly highly recommend 
a meditation practice, where, however that shows up, whether it's five Are minutes you, a day, 10 minutes a day, whatever it is. Do you use just quiet meditation or do you use an app? I know, I just, I meditate. Songs on? I just meditate I, uh, to my breath. I just focus on my breath. Sometimes I put my hands, I might, sometimes I'm laying down, sometimes I'm sitting up, but I, I focus on my breath. I breathe in and out and I, I'm a Reiki um, healer. So I put my hands on my body sometimes um, to just give myself some healing. And sometimes I focus in the third eye and, and the breath at the same time. Um, there's a beautiful teaching in autobiography of a yogi from by Padmahansa Yogananda. There's a spot just in the middle of your, like back from your third eye, in the middle of your head, like there, if, if it was a suspended point, like right in the middle of your head, that is a very, when, when you focus on that, when you go in and focus on that point, it creates a really beautiful circuit in the body, a meditative circuit. So that is another book if you want to get into something, a beautiful journey. What's the book, What's the book called? Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda. Um, so, yeah, so that's a, a really amazing journey. And then I also... In the notes and... Yeah, notes. yeah. I so also have a book that helps to structure your life in a way that you will get the most joy out of your day, out of your daily experience. So it helps you give structure, like small parts of the day to meditate and maybe journal and do certain things that will help you live a more joyful existence as well. But that one's called live wild, live free. That will help you just become disciplined to do the things that you know are good for you. That can be really hard. Oh, it sounds like something I need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, um, it's really simple. It's only like 82 pages long or something. It's really short. So I can I'll send that link in as well. Yeah. And um, you have a website or a way to contact you for any... Yes, I do, yeah. So my website is Sarah, S-A-R-A-H-J, strong, S-T-R-O-N-G, dot com. And you go to the offerings page, and there's lots of fun things that we could potentially do together. I do a meditation group every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Phoenix time. I do is that one... local? You do that in a, in a shop? That's or... online. Um, all, oh, really? all, all, all the offerings I have are online. Um, and then I do some in person in, in Phoenix, but the offerings that I have on my website are all online. Yeah. So anyone can come. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Um, is there anything, you know, thank you so much for getting out of your comfort zone and well, maybe you're already out of your comfort. This is out of your comfort. This is in your comfort zone. But I know reaching out to new people and being on the public is uh, is something something that. Well, anyways, thank you so much. That's I really favorite. appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna turn the recording off and then I'll say officially goodbye okay. to you. Okay. Yep. Awesome.